Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit LeiaHealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. First aid is always worth refreshing your skills on, especially at this time of year when family members of all ages will be gathering all over the country. That's why we have asked Nurse Sarah Kearns just we asked her to give us some refresh, a little refresher course that just might save your life this Christmas. Yes. Uh, Sarah, how's it going? Hi, Jen. How, How are, are you? you? I'm good. I'm good. Happy I'm Christmas. good. Um, now, I just want to do this before um, we get into it. Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit leiahealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare. Looking after you always. Looking after you, looking after me, and we need to look after our family members, don't we? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Or just be prepared. Be, just be prepared. Be prepared. And it's such an important life skill, um, first aid. There's a couple of things that d- definitely in, in the massive increase, and we're going to talk about that, like heart attacks at Christmas because it's more stressful mm. and fa- like family time can be stressful. It, like, you know, and simple things like cuts when people are chopping things. Um, choking is a big one at Christmas. Um, but actually from the very basics, I would say, okay, so a couple of things, making sure, so you know, I have little kids, eight, six, and two, they making sure that they, just say my eight and six year old are totally aware of how to call an ambulance, ring in 999-112 and knowing to put, to okay. wait and talk to the person, put it on loudspeaker. The other thing that is hugely important, whether you're in urban or rural areas is knowing your air code. Like we've talked about this loads of times. I'm a, a heavy handed online shopper, so I'm good at my air coat. But actually, I have it on a sticker on the fridge. So if I have somebody babysitting or a grandparent that if you did have to call an ambulance and um, that the, basically it would arrive, they would arrive on your doorstep because you have the air coat. So it'll bring the ambulance directly to you. OK, that's you um, know what you never think about. That is really good advice. Um, just you know, knowing your air co- code and, and being able to call emergency and being able to use an iPhone or the phone that's in the house. Oh, hundred percent right. And even uh, if you use um a phone, so it's having it on basically on the phone, the air code on the phone, right, so that people can see it really quickly. And actually, for rural areas, it's really important because the air code will bring the ambulance directly to where you are, okay, to your doorstep. But in urban areas. Similarly, if you think about it, like I live in a red brick house, it, differentiating those houses are really important. And the other thing that I would say to you is um, we had an emergency um, in our house uh, recently enough. Everything's OK. You know, remember the febrile seizure and knowing who is there, who'd answer. Just say you're in the house on your own during the day. Who could you ask for help during the day? Knowing where your local neighbour who would be around during the day or at night, because lots of people turn off their phones at night have it on sleep mode, et cetera. Um, and knowing who, two things, who could you call on during the day? Who could you call on during the night? Because that's different. Some people might work night duty, long shifts or whatever. Who's around during the day that you, if you had an emergency that you could get help from? And then the second thing would be, um, like if you had an idea, do you know on the on your phones, which is massively important, you can actually set, everyone needs to go into settings, whether you're Android or Apple, whatever, into settings, okay? And you can actually put your medical information so you can put up so people don't actually need your code to get into they when you press emergency call it comes up as okay. my name is Sarah Kearns I'm this age you know am I allergic to anything past meta history and the whole the whole shebang about clever your health. clever yeah yeah 
absolutely so um who's at home who'd help you who you know and then in terms of who could you call who could you phone who's going to have their phone on during the night because lots of people sleep with their phone on airplane mode with mindfulness etc um is really important um and then a big part of it is remembering that if you ring an ambulance you get put through to the emergency dispatchers, staying on the phone, putting the phone on loudspeaker and remembering that that's a par- trained paramedic at the other end of the phone who will stay with you and help you. Yeah. 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 So these are all things that we should like. You don't want to frighten the kids either, but it's important no. to go through these steps. A hundred percent. And you know what I've been trying to um, teach my kids, making sure, and we did a thing, I do stuff with the brownies, but do the thing recently and got the girls to learn off my phone number. Yes, I've I've started that. I do a little sing song. Really good. And break it down, make it into a rhyme, make it kind of into a song. So that, And that can be extremely helpful. Um, but there's a, a couple of things that we see a spike in in emergency departments. Choking is one of them. Oh God, okay? really? Okay. I know. A couple of things. If somebody starts choking, don't leave them on their own. The other thing to remember is that typically when people start choking, they start, their eyes start streaming. They're unable, if you're absolutely, if your airway is completely blocked with something, you're not going to be able to make any sound at all. Okay. And often people leave, they seek solitude. They seek, um, because they're panicking, right? Yeah. And so if you see somebody choking, you need to follow them and find and stay with them. You need to help them. Okay. And the best thing for choking um, is to get, you know, help somebody choking. Firstly, ask them, are they choking? If they can say, yeah, you know that their airway isn't completely blocked, okay? You need to get them to help themselves. Cough, cough, cough. Encourage them to cough. The next thing is we want to get, stand beside them, okay? Heel of the hand between the shoulder blades, five big back slaps. You need to get them to cough at the same time as, as giving a back slap, okay? Okay. Behind, between the shoulder blades, boom, cough. Give me a really big cough and wallop them between the shoulder with heel the hand, right? And and um, five times. Then get in behind them, okay? And make sure that you have a good stance. Like split your stance, one foot forward, one foot back, right? Find their belly button which is typically where our genes are around there. Find their belly button and put the your fist above the belly button, that right, into that soft area. Um, so you're coming in behind someone, you find the belly button, you wrap your arms around it, you bring the fist in and you pull in and up. That's the Heimlich maneuver, which is the abdominal thrust. And do that five times. And it's re- you need to pull in and up in a J movement and you pull, you have to be really forceful for doing it. Remember, if you have phoned, you need to do this and remember that you will have support if you phoned an ambulance, you have it on loudspeaker, you'll have support de- dealing with that. Okay. Okay. It's a lot, I know. It, yeah, I'm freaked now. I'm, fra- I'm but it, yeah. this is good. This is a good reminder. This good. is a really good reminder. Um now, without wanting to scare people, cardiac arrest and heart attacks spike at this time. Yeah. You mentioned that at the top there. How can listeners take steps to give someone the best chance of surviving one? Surviving. Okay, so a couple of things. Heart attacks, what that looks like. And the Irish Heart Foundation website is absolutely incredible. So you need to go in. I would definitely take a moment today. When you, If you're on the bus, you're on the blah, blah, blah. Take a moment today and have a look at the Irish Heart Foundation. They give you a list of symptoms. But typically, heart attacks can have central left side of chest pain. And people will sweat, be sweating, like profuse sweating, short of breath. It can vary hugely in terms of the symptoms. Again, you need to get help for them. You need to call an ambulance. If that what needs, or if you live very close to a hospital, get them medical help straight away. Okay. okay? So phone on loudspeaker. 
but have a look at the Irish Heart Foundation um, and follow the prompts of the person. When you call an ambulance, you have it on loudspeaker. Follow the prompts and seek the advice and you can run through the symptoms. Seek the advice of the person at the other end of the phone, okay? They'll really help you, okay? Um, and they'll tell you what to do. When it comes to CPR, okay, if you find somebody unresponsive so you go hello can you hear me hello can you hear me and you 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 give their shoulders a really really shake can you hear me and they're unresponsive so there's no signs of life and you now check and see if they're breathing no longer than 10 seconds just see if there's a rhythmic rise and fall like normal breaths off their chest up and down if somebody is unresponsive and they're not breathing their heart has already stopped or it's about to okay um, what you need to do, so if someone's unresponsive, they're not breathing, we need to get an ambulance, but we also need to get an AD. And that's what goes back to the emergency during the day, during the night. The other thing to be aware of, where's your closest AD? I know I have one in the shop at the bottom of my road. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're in rural Ireland. Generally, GAA clubs have them. So get your head around. I was talking to somebody who lives in like really rural West Cork and he's going home from... Um, to his family today and he was saying that that's the first thing he's going to do because his parents are elderly he didn't never he never thought about that and he's going to find the closest AED it's really important so if somebody is unresponsive they're not breathing you need to get help you need to get an ambulance coming 999-112 tell them what's going on you need to get somebody going for an AED what you need to do is put your heel of the hand in the centre of the chest right between the kind of between the nipple lines, but center of the chest yeah. on that chest bone, center of the chest, okay? And you need heel the hands, straighten the arms, bring your knees right in beside them, and you push hard and you push fast. It's about 100 to 120 times a minute, but it's one, two, three, four, and the person at the other end of the phone will count this out to you. One, two, and you push hard and you push fast. Is it to the, is it to the tune of staying alive? It huh? is, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Leave a break. One, two, Leave a break. three. It's fast. And typically people will go too fast and they slow down because it's exhausting. But the way to keep going is to keep the arms straight. If you bend the arms, you're not able to push as hard and you get exhausted. Straightening the arms, knees right in beside them so your body's doing the work. Okay. So if they're unresponsive, they're not breathing, their heart has already stopped, you need, or it's a going to, get an ambulance coming, get somebody going for an AD, you start chest compressions and you do not stop until you can't go on anymore. The AD arrives because that takes precedence or the ambulance arrives or you are too tired and you swap over. And remember, if you're exhausted, get somebody else. Don't be afraid to get somebody else in to help you. And you can describe what you're doing. So you can say, OK, I'm exhausted, but I'm still able to tell you what to do. Bring your knees in, straighten your arms and you can you can tell them how to do it. OK. Now, somebody just texts in, just going back to the choking. What about small children and choking? Is that the same, you know, uh, with the, Heim, so, the Heimlich maneuver and the whacking on the back and the coughs and all that? So for basically for one or under, okay, so you hold their, you basically hold around their chin and you can, again, there's videos actually on the St. John's Ambulance, the UK website for St. John's Ambulance is excellent and they have like two minute videos. But for small babies, one or under, you often it's in the high chair, whatever, you get them out, you give, you basically, uh, you get them by, you hold their jaw, right? And you tilt them down across your legs. So there's, your legs are supporting them and you get the heel of the hand between the shoulder blades and you give them five big back slaps, watching all the time to see have you whatever's gone in has come back out. You flip them over, you put three fingers between their nipples and you push push down five times, watching it all the time. Go on to St. John's Ambulance. It's okay. absolutely brilliant. For children that are able to stand, it, they treat them like middle adults. Get down on your knees, sideways to them, get them to cough. If, they, if they're old enough that they could cough on, on demand, like on you asking them to, you need to get them to cough. You need to get them to help themselves. Heel of the hand between the shoulder blades. One, two, three, four, five. Try and coordinate a cough in behind them and just 
you have to go way more gently with kids, but find the belly button, the soft place, and you need to pull in and up. So it's in a J movement and you're trying to remove, it's really, um, you're trying to remove, remember what kids choke on. They choke on things like sausages. There's going to be loads of cocktail sausages at parties and things. They're really dangerous to cover. Sausages are covered with the skin. So they're a real choking hazard. Blueberries, grapes, we know to cook grapes. Coins are a big one. The old fashioned marbles are a big one. Anything like that. And be really careful. Boiled sweets, if they're going, my, you know that um, lots of people, particularly the older generation, have hard humbugs and things, sweets like that. Be careful of them. Kids love them. And, they, and because boiled sweets typically aren't in my house because I have a young family, You'd, you'd be in a situation and kids would be super curious, Boil like hard sweets, really, really dangerous. Yeah. Somebody just texts in, what if you're choking on your own? What do you do? So you need to get help straight away, okay? But over the back of a chair, you need to get coughing. Focus as much as you can on the cough. Get a uh, ring. If you can get to your phone, ring an ambulance, 999, and let it get through. At least they'll be able to either um, ping your phone where you are, okay? Trying to get help is really important. But you can, and it's actually worth a YouTube having a look. But there, it's very, very hard to deal with it on, uh, on your own, okay? So that's why mindful eating is extremely important, okay? And the reason as well we see a higher instance of choking is that people can be at like dinners and you can be laughing at the same time as eating and you basically suck the food down yeah. the wrong way that's what happens but very hard you can get your over leaning over the back of a chair and where your fists would be doing you know the the abdominal thrust where your fists would be you could put a you could substitute your fist for a chair leaning over and trying to do it to yourself leaning over the back oh of a chair is one yeah. idea mindful very eating very important okay finally Sarah can we look at RSV uh, which has been in the news oh, the last yeah. couple of weeks what is it who's at risk what's the best practice to keep them safe all that kind of stuff so it's unbelievable there is so much COVID going around flu sickness so much going on right so couple of things particularly so RSV is a virus it's affecting a respiratory tract and virus and it affects in primarily small children they get really sick from it and they can get sick, sick very quickly from it a couple of things particularly for new parents I recommend this all the time is getting your head around what is normal for your children okay so it's pretty as new parents is getting an idea what color are they normal so after the bath they're lying on the bed um, you're getting them changed or whatever, okay? Have a look at them and even take a little video. Where, What does their belly look like when they're breathing? What is normal? So when you get your head around what is normal, you need to then see babies, particularly um, younger babies, breathe really fast. That's normal. So getting your head around like, you know, 36 times a minute can be normal for them. And we're what, what we're looking for with RSV is difficulty breathing. It'll often come with the temperature. That's why having actually another thing is having suppositories for small children in the house for Nurofen and Calpol. So there's a horrendous gastro going around at the moment that you get temperatures with. So you can actually get relieve a temperature by giving um, a suppository, so a tablet up the bum. But what you're looking for RSV is difficulty breathing, okay? They can be lethargic, not themselves. They can be coughing. They might be off their milk, off their food. You want to see their breathing. Are they breathing faster than normal? Are they sucking in? Um, is there, you know, if you think about normal breathing your belly goes up or your chest and belly goes up and down and up and down are they sucking in is there any big red flags what colour are they are they nice and pink and warm is there any tinges of paleness or blueness around the lips around the ears keep any and you need to remember as parents mm. is any you know your kids the best yeah and a worried parent is hugely important if you're like that Leia have a mm -hmm. clinic in you know several of them around bring the kids just go on your gut but getting an idea of what's normal so are they breathing fast have they got a cough are they uh, are in distress when they're breathing have yeah. they temperatures 
what are they nice and pink and warm the way they're meant to be or is it are they looking pale are they lethargic lethargic are they sleeping too much are they not rousing for feed are they off their milk because they can get dehydrated keeping an eye on their nappies typically you're meant to you know that if their nappies aren't the urine isn't too dark they want it straw colored and like is is there no are they have they deteriorated that they should improve with the virus you should after virus temperatures can last three to five days but like if if there's any deterioration you know if they're getting worse and worse go and just go and get a, a second opinion look at the loop doc make an appointment you know get a second opinion and go with your gut as parents okay well listen thank you so much for that nurse sarah kearns always a pleasure thank you so much for joining thank me today you. happy christmas happy christmas bye love bye 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 there we go um it is so important to get info and and to get it out there and i hope that has been beneficial even to just have in the back of your mind even to just you know, be ready for all eventualities because that is um, the last, the last thing you need. Um, when we say looking after you always, that, that also means in, in the middle of the night when your child has woken up unwell, uh, just call uh, Nurseline and we'll be there to give you advice and peace of mind. Nurseline is run by qualified nurses who have a range of clinical experiences. This is amazing service. You find a sympathetic ear and answers to any health questions or concerns. The service is completely confidential and you can call at any time, day or night. Nurseline is available on all Leia healthcare schemes. Thank you for that um, and they're here for you always they say and the number is 021-202-2861 021-202-2861 a handy number to have day or night they are there because one thing Sarah kept banging on about is make that phone call before you get stuck into it you need an expert you need someone to tell you what you're doing if you do have an incident in the house Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare always a beat ahead visit LeiaHealthcare.ie Leia Healthcare looking after you always.